On today's Intelligent Money Minute, we'll interview Matt Hogan, Chairman of Inside ETFs and the Global Head of Research for Bitwise Asset Management on the implications of heading towards a digital dollar. Welcome to Intelligent Money Minute, a mercifully short podcast that may save you time and money. Your host, Hans Blake, is a CFA charter holder and CPA who has spent his entire career helping people minimize financial stress to maximize their lives. After managing $350 million and working with high net worth individuals around the world, he founded Intelligent Investing. Time is money, so invest in every minute. Here is your host, Hans Blake. Welcome back, Matt, to another episode of Intelligent Money Minute. So glad you could join us. Glad to be here. President Joe Biden just announced that the US dollar is going digital. That was the headline. And I'd really like your thoughts on that, pros and cons, things to be aware of. Why would a country want to do this? I know that China has been doing this as well. Why all of a sudden are we talking about going digital with our US dollar? And I'll just open up for you to just share any thoughts that you have on that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's inevitable for what it's worth. I think every country is going to move in this direction. And the reason is that as a core technology, blockchain is a faster, cheaper way to move money. As an example, if I wanted to wire money to London today, it would take two business days. If I wanted to send a billion dollars in Bitcoin, I could have it anywhere in the world in 10 minutes for a fee of about $2. It's just hard for the analog financial system to compete Mm -hmm. with a new database architecture. It's part of the Federal Reserve's mandate to ensure that the payment system is as efficient and effective as it can be. So I think the U.S. government and all governments are going to move to a digital version of currency, not to necessarily replace physical dollars, but as as an alternative or as an augmentation. And I think it'll make the world better. It'll lower transaction costs. It'll improve speed. There are a lot of big questions about how you design a central bank digital currency, a lot of big risks in how you design it in terms of its impact on the traditional banking system, in terms of its ability to service financial inclusion. There's going to be a big design period over the next two years, Mm -hmm. but we have to do it. The last thing we would want as Americans is for other countries to leapfrog us from a payments perspective, from a currency perspective, and then be behind. So I'm glad that we're doing it, but there's a there's a lot of work. There's big opportunities and risks ahead. Yeah. And I think that we know that China wants to be the next reserve currency. And so I think that hopefully we're not playing catch up at this point, but there's a lot to unpack here. And there's a lot of you know concern in doing this and, and why. And I know that there's a lot of conservatives out there that would be like, why would we want to do this? And what's the impact here? And why now? And there's a lot more to cover than this podcast can cover on this topic. But I think that everything else has gone digital, right? Audio, video, and now potentially currency. So I wouldn't mind going uh, more digital in London. When I lived there, I hated their coins. I could not (laughs) figure out why. Like, five quid or five pounds was like five big coins. And I'm like, I just needed a bill. Like that's all I needed. I don't need all this weighing me down as I walk around miles through London. So it stretches your pockets. It's brutal. I'm right there with you. I do think, yeah, 
if you think about like my youngest son is eight, is he going to be using a digital dollar when he goes off to college? Like almost of course. I do think if you abstract out that idea that we're going digital, it, it seems like an inevitability. But there is some really important design decision. There's ways to centralize a central bank digital currency. So it's a government owned entity. There's ways to tap into private entrepreneurialism to intersect with that and be more dynamic. And hopefully we make the right design choices as we walk through this sort of inevitable evolution. The world is changing rapidly, and so is our financial system. As Matt mentioned, it appears to be easier and cheaper to transfer money digitally using blockchain and cryptocurrency technologies. There are, of course, many risks, so you may need a financial guide on your journey. We'd love to be considered your financial accountability partner to help you navigate through the emotional roller coasters that our markets provide. Intelligent Investing is a boutique firm serving high net worth individuals and families using Intelligrations and behavioral coaching. To schedule a complimentary call or coffee, please visit investedwithyou.com and click on the Get Started button. Once again, that's investedwithyou.com and click on the Get Started button. If you'd like to become a client or learn more about intelligent investing, please call 864-679-0500 or visit investedwithyou.com. Remember, time is money, so invest in every minute. Thanks for listening. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal or accounting advice. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.